0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Welcome to the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast.
2: Goodbye baseball. A walk up winner for Mitch Hattiger. Swing, line drive. This game is over.
1: Here's your host, Gary Hill. Hey, welcome back to Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Great to have you here. Mariners beating the Royals yesterday. We have a lot to get to in this version of the podcast. Austin Nola has joined the Mariners. A long journey to get here, and we're going to hear from him about that journey. Pretty impressive. Also, we had a chance to catch up with the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. That conversation is going to happen in this podcast as well, so... Another big one. Baltimore comes in after this for a four-game series. We'll talk about that coming up in a few minutes as well. Tough series for the Mariners coming into the game yesterday, losing the first two to Kansas City. KC coming back, winning 6-4 to four in game one after scoring four in the last three innings. Game two was all KC, 9 nothing route of the Mariners, so they win the series. But Mariners come back yesterday and... It's pretty interesting. Brad Keller, who has only allowed four home runs on the season, just a guy that does not give up home runs at all. But that changed in the first inning against the Mariners yesterday. Domingo Santana going yard.
3: Keller to the plate. Pitch swung on. Hit well. Deep left center field. Hit it for the pen. Bye-bye. A three-run homer for Domingo Santana. And the Mariners have a 3-0 lead here in the first That's how you start a ball game. Double walk, three-run homer.
1: Yeah, absolutely great start. He had a slider out, and he had not allowed, Keller had not allowed a home run to the slider all season before that one. Opponents batting just 160 against that pitch coming in. It's been his best pitch by the numbers. Santana takes him out. The very next batter,
3: to one two to the Vogelback pitch, swung on and deep to right, down the line. It's gonna stay fair, bye bye. Off the hit it here, Cafe Daniel Vogelback with a bogey bomb. His 18th home run, 41st RBI. When he hits them, they stay
1: hit. Yeah, that was crushed. The Mariners a four spot in the first, and it's really all they needed. Is they they kept pouring it on. Santana would go yard again. And Marco, solid, six and two-thirds, two earned runs allowed. Bullpen doesn't allow a thing, and the Mariners end up with the win. Santana, three for four, couple of home runs, five ribbies. Vogelback, back, he walked as well, drove in a couple, had the home run, had a sack fly as well that easily could have been extra bases if it weren't for a great catch in left field by Gordon. So great day all the way around. Here's what Scott Service had to say after the game.
2: That was a formula we saw worked a lot earlier with Marco pitching well and getting the
4: ball. Yeah, Marco pitching well, and, and we're hitting homers. That's a good formula for us. So, uh, no, a nice uh, bounce-back game today. The guys weren't uh, real happy with how we played the last couple of days. You could feel it in the clubhouse uh, when you came in this morning. And uh, we responded, got on Keller early. Uh, the guys got good stuff and didn't give up a ton of hits uh, this year, and, and we jumped on him early. Domingo had a big day, obviously, uh, got the first pitch like you said, it was a breaking ball and hit it out of the ballpark and kind of got us going from there with the bogey, you know, another homer, a good offensive day, and, again, Domingo with two bombs. So, um, you know, nice job by Marco, again, kind of um, using all of his pitches, keeping him in check. We played good defense today, uh, which is key. It's key for Marco, key for all of our guys. When they're on the mound, you got to make the plays because, uh, you know, they're trying to get it off the barrel and they will put the ball in play, and, and we did a nice job defensively today.
5: Pretty pretty good starts in a row
4: for Marco. Is, he, is there something he's clicked in on? Yeah, it's, that's Marco Gonzalez. We saw it for a long time last year, and he got a little you know, a little bumpy road there in May. He uh, was struggling on a few things, but he's cleaned it up. Uh, very aggressive, uh, again, pitching both sides of the plate. Um, seeing him pitch top of the zone a little bit more, which I think is helping him, um, so that the hitters just don't have one area of the strike zone to lock in on. So, again, uh, Murph did a really nice job with, the, with him behind the plate today as well.
2: The home runs are fun, but in the inning where you got three runs, we saw a little bit of the small ball potential of this lineup. I think um, is that encouraging?
4: Oh yeah, it's just good at bats. You know, um, certainly it's fun when it goes over the fence, but you know the quality of at bats. Uh, you know, guys going first to third. Uh, you know, Dylan Moore, a nice game today as well in the outfield. Uh, you know, when he gets on the bases, he can move uh, also. So, uh, you know, you want to be, you know, consistent in how you score runs. Certainly, we were very reliant on the home run early. Uh, a lot of those guys that were banging the ball over the fence aren't with us anymore. Um, but, you know, the guys that are in the lineup, ability to put the ball in play, and then we can run the bases when they're out there too.
6: How much does a, of, a, of a difference does it make on days when you can get on the board first and you're not working out of a hole?
4: Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> it's just a, I don't know what the actual numbers are this year, but when you score first, your chances of winning the ball game go up dramatically. Um, you know, so it was you know, key jump out there early. Marco did a nice job to kind of stabilize the game for us and let the offense get going, which is huge. Foggy,
5: pretty nice play there in person on the double play.
4: Foggy's played really well uh, defensively. He's had some tough uh, picks in the dirt. Uh, he picked up J.P. yesterday, uh, another good one today, uh, started the double play. Um, it's It's been – Foggy's got a lot of confidence right now. That's what we're seeing in – uh, something he doesn't lack for often, um, you know, with uh, his talk uh, and banter in the dugout throughout the course of the game. But you know, he's carrying it out on the field in the batter's box, and he's got a chance to be—he's a, you know, a real leader uh, on our team for a guy who doesn't have a ton of major league experience yet. So, uh, guys will follow him—that's for sure. Get a chance to win a second game in a row here coming up. Do we? Yeah, yeah. it'll ha- eventually happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, like I said, you know, we were, weren't happy with the way we played the first couple nights, and I was glad to see the guys respond the way they did today, and we'll come out in the Baltimore series tomorrow and hopefully get another one.
2: I think that was power to right, That's right it's,
4: it's really, really strong. Uh, his power, that is where his power is, the right center field. He hits the ball there and just stays in the air. The carry he gets on the ball is, is really unique. You don't see many uh, right-handed hitters be able to do that, especially in this ballpark. And he's got uh, more than a handful of them at the right field at the right center this year. It's hard to do. And he's that is it that is his power stroke. You know, he's out there in bank practice every day. I throw to him every day. You see where he likes the ball. And when he gets through the ball there, it's got natural loft and lift out the right center. It's, it's hard to do.
1: It's impressive. So Santana goes yard twice. Nice win for the Mariners. A lot of the talk there about Daniel Vogel back for good reason. 18th home run of the year, pushing his on-base percentage near 400.
5: Here's what Daniel said after the game
4: playing more and more get more comfortable
5: at first base than they have been working on that for years yeah I mean I just think it comes with everything else it's like hitting it's just reps um, and um, you know I'm still confident over there um, so it's whatever um, every day brings is you know what I'm ready to do um, if it's DH if it's first base uh, whatever I can do to help the team win moving forward uh, is what I want to do and what I'm willing to do so um, it's a good win for us and um, back at it tomorrow Keller hasn't given up a lot of home runs. You guys jumped on him pretty early. We have just being aggressive early. I mean, yeah, you just um you know make you know when these guys make mistakes, you gotta make them pay. Um, you know, you can't really give them more pitches and more opportunities. Um so credit to Domingo. Um I mean credit to Malik and JP for getting things going, and then, yeah. you know, um Domingo, you know, hitting the homer and he made a mistake with two strikes and I was able to make him pay. Big man in front, he's been doing it pretty nice game today too doing to yeah you know he swings about He swinging about really well today I mean he's kind of swinging about well all year um, you know, he puts the ball in play uh, um, not really any pitching just kind of get ahead with him he um you know, he puts the barrel on the ball and uh, he's a tough out every time he goes up there seems to see Marco kind of back to being Marco here yeah um you know it's you know it's always good when you know he goes out and gets his uh, zero, and we can come. Um, we can come up, and you know, put a four-spot up. And a guy like that that really likes to attack and go at hitters, you know, kind of feels a little more comfortable out there, and you know, give him a little cushion. So um, you know, it's good to see that. And um, I think that you know, the next you're going to see the next few starts, Marco, really take off and get back to being the old Marco.
1: Yeah, he pitched well in that one, which was great to see. And now Baltimore comes in, and they come in limping. They've dropped eight in a row. Oakland took it to them in a four-game series just before they arrive here. So 7-10 first pitch tonight, 7-10 first pitch tomorrow as well. Dylan Bundy will take the ball for Baltimore here in game one of the series. Their starters are actually pitching pretty well as of late. So that's going to be a challenge. Offensively, though, they have really struggled lately. And all season, for the most part, their pitching has really struggled. But their starters have been better as of late, including Bundy who's been pretty good. So it'll be a test against Bundy as Baltimore comes in for four. Day baseball coming up Saturday and Sunday, 110 first pitches in both of those ball games. So Austin Nola, the newest Mariner, chance to hear about him, his story, and it's an impressive one.
6: Shannon Dreyer in the dugout with the newest Mariner and Austin Nola. I mean... What a great story. When we heard that you were coming last night and then to wake up in the morning, see the lineup, and and see you in the lineup, you're going to make your Major League debut out on this big field here in Oakland. Right now, what are the emotions like?
7: Ready. I, I can't wait. I'm like, there's too much waiting around. I want to get going, so that's what I've been doing the whole day is just waiting, waiting, waiting around. You know, couldn't sleep too much last night. It was kind of in and out, so that's been the biggest thing, is let's get this thing on the road here. Come on. <laughs>
6: Looked like you were a lineup scratch last night. What happened and how were you told and how did it come down? Yeah,
7: I, thought, I, thought, I think I was catching last night in AAA and uh, I was preparing to catch and getting ready to go to the ballpark and the manager called me and on the phone while I was sitting at the hotel waiting for the next bus to come and he said, uh, hurry up, get here. Well, I said, I'm going to wait for the bus. And the next bus was at 3.30. <laughs> he said, no, get an Uber here. So that's when I knew it was kind of urgent. So I got to the field and uh, walked in his office and he kind of played it off, like, I didn't call you. I don't know. I must. You must have had the wrong guy. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, no, that was me. He sat down and was like, all right, we're sending you to Oakland. So it was a whirlwind after that. It still didn't It didn't hit me till when I was on the plane heading over here.
6: Did you allow yourself to think that maybe this is it? I, when he called?
7: When, when he called, I thought about it. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe it's possible. Yeah. Then I went in there, and then he said, uh, when he said it, it still didn't hit me at first. <laughs> it didn't I had to get on the plane and call my parents and stuff like that so after that it became real once I called my family and friends
6: what were those calls like
7: emotional for sure I mean definitely my parents were waiting for that call for a long time um so they I mean all my family and friends were emotional about it and ready I mean they're all excited I mean I have an unbelievable support group back home and uh all over the country, I tell you, so it's been phenomenal.
6: And it sounds like you're going to have a good representation here today. Yeah,
7: I have some family and friends here, uh, basically my mom and dad. i got some aunt Knuckles, uh, my wife's mom and, mom and dad, so uh, it's going to be a good one.
6: And the sweetest of tweets from your brother, and he is thrilled for you.
7: Yeah, I know. I'm sure I wish he could be here if he could, you know. <laughs>
6: <laughs> What's it like growing up with a, a brother who is a big leaguer as well?
7: I pick his brain all the time. He's, uh, he's a true professional, so... Um, and he only continues to get better and better each and every day. as a professional and the way he goes about his business. So I'm obviously learning. I'm always learning, and he's definitely a good one to learn from.
6: He just talked about, I think, the proudest moment he's seen with you. What's the proudest moment you've seen with him?
7: Probably when he made his Major League debut was probably the time where I said, wow, he's really, he really did it. I mean, he, and then <laughs> as he continues to improve, it's like it, I continue to get more proud for him.
6: You said something... That works too. <laughs> you said something interesting. You said these years, uh, you know, obviously it's been a long time in the minors and you've made so many adjustments, came up as a shortstop, came, you know, switched to catcher. That, that's a big job right there. And you said you wouldn't trade any of that. It, it's been fun. Can you give us a little bit more on what that's meant to you to have the path that you have had?
7: I've learned so much from my time in the minor leagues, and continue to learn in the process, learning about the process, and obviously facing adversity. So, and that's a big deal for me. I like, I think that's what goes a long way is facing, is facing adversity and learning and growing. And that was the biggest thing for me. I said I'll, I'll never trade it because I'll, I'll always have that in my back pocket when life goes on.
6: We're gonna see you at first base. He said he gotta get with Bone. He's gonna work yeah. on some things. He's fun to work with.
7: He is. He's gonna learn a little bit more of the details of first base. I got the gist of it a little bit in AAA, but. I need to get more detailed work in, and uh, he's the right guy.
6: Have you had an opportunity to talk with the skipper yet?
7: Yes, I have immediately. First got in, I found him, and uh, we talked a little bit and uh, just went over a couple things, and all good.
6: It's a thrill to see you here. Enjoy your day.
7: Thank you very much, Shannon. Appreciate it.
1: And why don't we hear from the commissioner, Rob Manfred.
7: Hi again, everybody.
2: Rick Riz along with Aaron Goldsmith and Gary Hill, Jr. And we have a very special guest with us, the commissioner, The 10th commissioner of the game of baseball, Mr. Rob Manfred, is uh, with us today. Rob, thank you very much for joining us. You had the long flight from New York yesterday all the way to Seattle because the Major League draft going on, it began. And uh, how exciting is that for you to see that process and announce the name of Adley Rochman from Oregon State as the number one pick in baseball the Baltimore Orioles
3: well you know I love the draft I think it's a really exciting night Um, it's particularly great when we have some of the young men there that are drafted to see their families how excited they get but I think you know bigger picture um, young talent is really the lifeblood of our game and uh, I think it's one of the most important nights of our baseball calendar look forward to it every year
2: Mr. Commissioner, it's so great to have you back in Seattle, especially on such a spectacular day here at T-Mobile Park. When you come to Seattle and you think about the Seattle Mariners and their great fan base in
3: this beautiful part of the country, what is it that you think of? Well, you know, I I always think about this ballpark. Um, This has always been one of my favorites. Um, I I think that it was really a watershed in the history of this franchise um, to have this great facility and, um, it, you know, I also always think of the 2001 All-Star yeah. Game. It was uh, one that was early in my at least in-house career in baseball
1: and uh, some really
3: fond memories about that All-Star Game.
1: We remember that All-Star Game very fondly as well. It was a great day. It was a great weekend here. Do you see a time when the All-Star Game comes back to well, Seattle? Yeah, I do. Um,
3: you know, the, we're fortunate. Um, You know, the all-star game has become a uh, hot commodity among the clubs. (laughs) I mean, people really um, compete um, for the game. And one of the things that that obviously weighs in our thinking is how long has it been? And, you know, we're now talking 18 years. That's a long time. And, you know, this would be the kind of facility and, you know, the kind of uh, market we'd be happy to come back to.
2: Commissioner, uh, the Mariners opened up the season in Tokyo with a two-game series against the Oakland A's in March. Uh, The Boston Red Sox, the Yankees, playing a two-game series in England. There was a series in uh, Mexico. The Mariners, seven years ago, went to uh, Tokyo. Tell us the impact of all these wonderful series of Major League Baseball going around the world, showing fans outside of the United States... the, the great game of baseball, what has the impact been from those series?
3: Well, you know, I, I think that going places to play um, is really the key to the international development of the game. Um, let me start with Tokyo. You know, we, we've had a long history um, of postseason All-Star tours and then openers. Seattle's been involved a number of times. And um, we have a really robust business I- in Japan now as a result, and not only in Japan, right, you now have baseball that's um, vibrant in Taiwan, Korea, Australia, it kind of spreads out from there. Um, y- you know, Mexico is kind of the, uh, a step back in terms of the stage of development. Um, We played twice in Monterey this year, two different series. Um, We we were in Mexico last year. Um, We've seen some great traction developing there. Actually, after the uh, uh, last series in Monterey, I was invited to go down and meet with the president of Mexico. He's a huge baseball fan, really focused on the government being involved in growing the game of baseball. That's the kind of traction that you're trying to create by taking the greatest players of the world to someplace like Monterey. Um, You know, London is the least developed, (laughs) right? I mean, this is our first foray. Um, We feel it's a really important one. Um, We're happy uh, because the Yankees and the Red Sox are really excited to go, just like the Mariners have been so cooperative about going to Japan multiple times. Um, we sold the tickets out in a real hurry, uh, right. 24 hours, uh, for a really big facility. And we think it's going to be a great event in the beginning of the, uh, a real, um, spur to the growth of the development of the game in Europe.
2: The 10th Commissioner of Baseball, Rob Manfred, is our guest. And Mr. Commissioner, the Play Ball Initiative is such a major part of what Major League Baseball is doing right now. And In January of 2018, the Mariners launched on-base baseball and softball everywhere, instructional clinics for players and coaches in our region, equipment grants, which we've seen have such a powerful impact in our community already. How pleased must you be with John Stanton and the Mariners for not only
3: obliging with play ball but taking it even a step further in our local community look the engagement of the clubs on the youth initiative is is absolutely crucial you know we can create a framework and we can invest um, on sort of a national level but when you have a club like the mariners and john in particular committed to youth baseball as they are it makes a huge difference Um, it makes a difference in terms of developing a fan base Um, It makes a difference in terms of um, baseball attracting the best athletes. You know, it actually makes a difference in in terms of the diversity of our workforce. Um, If you look at the first round of the draft last night, I think I looked at the numbers on the way out of the first 78 players that were selected, I think. 15 or 16% were African-American. That compares to like 8% in the current Major League workforce. This has been a trend we've seen, and it's part of that investment, engagement in the community, attracting the best athletes, and, and it produces a result that's just great for our game.
1: Commissioner, Edgar Martinez is beloved here in Seattle, and everyone is so excited this summer when he goes into the Hall of Fame. When you think Edgar Martinez, what do you think about you know,
3: I think about Edgar, you know, I, I have this um, concept of the consummate professional hitter. I mean, I, I'm not sure there's a better phrase to capture um, the, the way he played the game. He was such a pro in, in every way um, that he approached the game. And, you know, equally important, and it's true of so many of our players – great community guy Um, and uh, you know somebody who who plays as long as he does and has that kind of impeccable community um, reputation is a credit to the game you know it's really well deserved that um, Edgar's going to join that really exclusive club in Cooperstown.
2: Rob uh, you took over in August of 2014 from our good friend Bud Selig Mm -hmm. uh, who did a heck of a job as commissioner of the game of baseball What's it been uh, like for you to have this remarkable responsibility, uh, this job that you have? What's What's been the most uh, rewarding part of, of being
3: commissioner of the game of baseball? Well, you know, it, it is an honor to be the commissioner of baseball, and I can honestly say that, um, you know, there's challenges. Like, there isn't any job, but I have enjoyed every single day um, uh, of being commissioner. I think the – Um, Two things that I take a a, a lot of uh, pride in is I do think that baseball's investment in young people has paid great dividends for us. Um, You know, our, our participation numbers since 14 have gone up like 21% are casual participation numbers, and that was really a big part of play ball. Get outside of organized games, just get kids playing the game. are up 52%. And baseball, once again, is the most played sport. Uh, Baseball and softball is the most played team sport in America, and I think that's really important. Um, I I think it kind of uh, solidifies baseball's position as the the national pastime, and I, I, I take a lot of pride in that. The second thing that um, I I have been heartened by is you know, I have had a very unified and supportive ownership group. Um, You know, we've had turnover in terms of ownership, but um, you have a great example of it here. Newer people coming into the game, John Stanton uh, becoming involved and quickly assuming a leadership role. Um, in the game Um, I asked John to take over our competition committee you know I've been very focused on how we're playing the game on the field and how we're managing the change that's taking place in the game and um, people like John have been just so supportive of um, the effort to make sure that we're putting the absolute best product we can on the field.
1: Ichiro retired from the Mariners earlier this season what does Ichiro mean to Major League Baseball? You know um, Ichiro
3: was really uh significant i think in, in two respects um he was a symbol of um the growing internationalization of the game um the, and, and what do I, I i by that i mean the fact that the game um is played at an extraordinarily high level in places other than major league baseball i mean i think when he came First on the scene, had that amazing first season, people realized, wow, there are great players out there that play someplace other than Major League Baseball. And I think that changed the way that that, that people thought about talent and where we ought to be getting talent in the game. The second thing I, I, I was always impressed with, I've, particularly at All-Star games, you know he would be, he was impeccable. <laughs> you know, I think it was a great word for him. You know, just the classiest, always the best dressed, um, just a great ambassador for the game. And, you know, particularly given his international reach, I think that that'll be something people going to really remember about him.
2: Commissioner, uh, so much talk about pace of play rules have changed over the last few years around home plate and down around second base. Uh, uh, tell me a little bit about what's going on now. I know you hear about length of game, but it's more important about the action within the game, isn't it? And what's what's happening with pace of play? Replay reviews are going quicker. Uh, what are your thoughts about pace of play right yeah, now?
3: Yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I think I would strike the words or the phrase pace of play from our lexicon. I think... Mm-hmm. Um, the, the important thing, the thing that we're really focused on is making sure that we have the kind of action in the right. game that we have historically had. I, I think about it as preserving the way the game has traditionally looked in terms of, of, of action. So there's a number of things you can think about. There's, there's slow moments in the game. Mound visits was one of them. I think we had gotten into this thing as a result of people being concerned about sign stealing or whatever with, you know, repeated catcher uh, visits to the mound, just slowing the game down in ways that, um, you know, left the fan with no action going on in the field. It's not the absolute length of time. It's just, you know, when that catcher's standing there, there's nothing for the fan right then. And so I think we need to continue to focus on those things. And I, I, I do think we need to think about, the dominance of pitching, um, the increased number of pitchers that are being used in games and how that's affecting the amount of action that's in the game. Um, and continue to manage, you know, the GMs change the approach of teams with one goal in mind. They want to win one more game, right? Yeah. They just wait one, two, three more games. It's our job to manage the change that's driven by the individual teams in a way that makes sure we have a great entertainment product on the field. And I think we need to be a little more proactive about managing that change.
2: Well, Commissioner, uh, on behalf of all of us and all the fans here in the Pacific Northwest, we can't thank you enough for making your trip here to Seattle. You have had a, an incredible impact on the game of baseball, and I look forward to the many things that you're going to be doing Heading, spearheading uh, for the game of baseball for the kids and for everybody to come out to uh, T-Mobile Park and all the parks around Major League Baseball. Thank you for the visit.
3: Well, thanks for having me. I've enjoyed being here in Seattle, and I hope I see you all again soon.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.